Hello everyone and welcome to the PJB Sports Pod. Hello and welcome back. Today is uh, NFL uh, Week 3 Review and NFL Week 4 Preview. Before I even start this episode, I want to correct something I said last episode. I said that Bill Star cornerback Charvarius Ward was out for the next few weeks. Um, I meant Tredavious White, and uh, only realized it after listening to the episode back myself. So, apologies on that. I said it, and then even corrected myself, and then said it again. Um, Tredavious Traverius, I just completely whiffed. So, Bill's cornerback, Tredavious White, will be out for at least, and through this week, he's eligible to come off IR. I believe it's either week four or week six. Traverius Ward plays for the San Francisco 49ers. Anyways, let's get into our NFL news, um, week three results from the games, and uh, preview next week's games, go over some of the injury reports, go over my picks for best bets last week, and go through my picks this week. Alright, so first bit of news, the NFL announced this week the Pro Bowl game will no longer be taking place as a full contact game, Pro Bowl Uh, whatever you like to say um the full contact game will be replaced with a week of mini games and contest with the league's best players with a flag football game rounding out the week this event will now be called the pro bowl games i'm not sure what to make of that quite yet have to wait and see what comes out uh some stars on nfl twitter coming out and giving some exciting ideas on stuff they should do we'll have to see what actually ends up happening there um I say we go over, let's go over the results first, then we'll go over the injuries. Okay, week three results. We had Cleveland Browns defeating the Pittsburgh Steelers 29-17 on Thursday night football. Nick Chubb ran for 113 yards and a touchdown. Amari Cooper had seven receptions for 101 yards and a touchdown. Chicago Bears defeated the Houston Texans 23-20. Khalil Herbert for the Bears had 157 rushing yards and two touchdowns to his name. Next, we had the Titans defeating the Raiders 24-22 after a failed two-point conversion by the Raiders at the end of the game. Derek Carr ended with 303 yards passing, two touchdowns and an interception. Uh, Mac Collins, the Raiders wideout, had eight receptions for 158 yards and a single touchdown. The Colts defeated the Chiefs in an upset 20-17. Matt Ryan's first win as the quarterback in Indy. No standout stats there. Uh, Dolphins defeated the Bills uh, 21-19 in Miami. Josh Allen, 400 passing yards and two touchdowns. Jalen Waddell for the Dolphins had four receptions for 102 yards. The Vikings defeated the Lions 28-24 after two fourth-quarter touchdown passes from Kirk Cousins. The Ravens defeated the Patriots 37-26. Lamar Jackson had 325 total yards, 218 passing, 107 rushing, with five total touchdowns, four passing, and one rushing with one interception. Mark Andrews, his tight end, had eight receptions for 89 yards and two touchdowns. Mac Jones threw for 321 yards with three interceptions, and Devontae Parker for the Patriots had five receptions and 156 yards. Whew, that, that game was a mouthful. Um, <laughs> Bengals defeated the Jets 27-12. to Joe Burrow threw for 275 yards with three touchdowns. Tyler Boyd, four receptions, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Joe Flacco throwing for 285 yards and two interceptions. That is elite Joe Flacco. 
Eagles defeated the Commanders 24-8 as Devontae Smith goes off. Jalen Hurts threw for 340 yards and three touchdowns. Excuse me. Devontae Smith, the man of the moment, eight receptions, 169 yards, and a touchdown. Terry McLaurin. McLaurin? McLaurin? I don't know how you... St- <laughs> I just butchered that really bad. It's really simple. Sorry. Um, Terry McLaurin, six receptions, 102 yards for the Commanders. Panthers defeated the Saints 22-14 to earn their first victory with Baker Mayfield at the helm of the ship. Jameis Winston passed for 353 yards with one touchdown and two interceptions. Not going to win too many games like that, Sir Jameis. Chris Olave, nine receptions for 147 yards. And Christian McCaffrey, 108 rushing yards. Falcons defeated the Seahawks 27-23 on the legs of Cordero Patterson. Geno Smith for the Seahawks threw for 325 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Cordero Patterson running back for the Falcons, 141 yards and a touchdown. Jaguars defeated the Chargers 38-10. Trevor Lawrence, 262 yards and three touchdowns. Justin Herbert, the uh, Chargers quarterback, throwing for 297 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Rams defeated the Cardinals 20-12. Kyler Murray, 314 passing yards, but that is it. Marquise Hollywood-Brown, 14 receptions for 140 yards. The Packers defeated the Buccaneers 14-12 as the Bucs turned the ball over at critical moments in that game. A lot of long drives ended up getting crushed, ruined by either um, uh, sometimes fumbles on long catches or just drives where no big plays were made, catches were missed, silly little things at critical moments. It was where the long drives happened and the Buccaneers would fumble inside the red zone or they finally get a long catch going and the receiver fumbles it away. Um, yeah, just... Critical key moments in that game. The Buccaneers lost the football entirely. Um, Broncos defeated the 49ers in a snooze fest 11-10 on Sunday Night Football. I don't have much else to say about that game because I stayed up to watch it like an idiot. I was going to say a moron, but I feel better being an idiot. Um, And then the Cowboys defeated the Giants 23-16 on Monday Night Football. Cooper Rush is Tom Brady 2.0. Lesser Tom Brady in that extent. V2 is not as good as the original. Injury news around the league, and we have a lot of it, so strap in. Micah Hyde, one of the Bills' two All-Pro safeties, is out for the season with a neck injury after being placed on IR Friday. Um, Hyde had already been ruled out of Week 3's game against the Dolphins after sustaining the injury in the Monday Night Football game against the Tennessee Titans. Sammy Watkins, now with the Packers, still can't stay healthy, being placed on IR with a hamstring injury. Being placed on IR means Watkins will miss the next four games, which are against the Buccaneers, Patriots, Giants, and Jets, and would be eligible to return October 23rd at the earliest, which is against the um, Washington Commanders. Tua Tagovailoa left early versus the Bills with what apparently was a head injury. This was the original report. Um, he left the field after taking a big hit and struggling to keep his feet under him. He would return to the game after passing the concussion protocol at halftime. I wrote this note before I actually watched the highlight. I like throughout the day on Sunday as I got news or saw things happen, I would type it up and I watched this highlight later. Absolutely no way this wasn't a concussion. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. But I cannot believe he, quote, passed a concussion protocol. Um, He visibly shakes his head the entire time he's standing up, and then he takes three steps and falls over. 
that's not back spasms or an ankle injury. Like he had his body and legs under him until he took three steps and he was gone. But apparently we're waiting until Thursday night to say if he's going to play or not. But I can't imagine if he passed, excuse me, concussion protocol that night that he's not going to play on Thursday against the Bengals. Next, we have Dalvin Cook leaving the game in the third quarter with a shoulder injury and did not return for the Vikings against the Lions. He ran into his own lineman and fumbled the ball and stayed down after the play in obvious pain. Um, He is considered day-to-day with a shoulder injury. Mac Jones for the Patriots hobbled off with an ankle injury after being intercepted on the last play of the game against the Ravens. His x-rays came back negative, but Jones was carried to the locker room and screamed out in pain, as reports say, in the hallway. Um, during halftime of Monday Night Football, it was announced that Jones had a severe high ankle sprain and is likely to miss multiple games. And just so you know, Brian Hoyer is the Patriots' backup quarterback. Next up, I told you this was going to be long. I think I've already been talking about injuries alone for three and a half minutes. Um, <laughs> DeAndre Swift, the Lions running back, could miss two weeks for them with a shoulder injury. He's considered week to week by the team, which is considering the injury as a shoulder sprain. 49ers left tackle Trent Williams has a high ankle sprain. Coach Shanahan says Trent Williams will be out four to six weeks. The Chargers got smoked with injuries, so I'm going to lump them together, the two main ones. Rashawn Slater, the Pro Bowl offensive tackle, mainly playing on the left side to protect Justin Herbert's blind side, is out for the season with a torn bicep tendon. On the defensive side of the ball, Joey Bosa, the Pro Bowl edge rusher, is out indefinitely with a groin injury. Miles Garrett for the Browns suffered a shoulder sprain, bicep strain, and minor lacerations in a single car crash on Monday. His status for this week's matchup against the Falcons will be evaluated on a day-to-day basis. And lastly, Sterling Shepard suffered a torn ACL on Monday Night Football and will miss the rest of the season. It was a non-contact injury on a play where he wasn't even involved anywhere near the ball. It was quite literally just him running down the field without the corner even being on him baking a weird step on the turf and going down in pain. Very sad to see. Hopefully they look into that and figure out what caused it. Cause if it was just the turf, that was pretty bad, but we're going to move on to this week's matchups, the games and the lines from FanDuel Sportsbook to give you the best idea of what's going to happen in these games. Even if I don't have a clue, which you'll find out later, you know exactly what I mean. First game up, we got the Miami Dolphins at the Cincinnati Bengals for Thursday night football. The Bengals being three and a half point favorites. The over-under for this game is 47 and a half total points. Dolphins coming off the upset of the Bills and the Bengals defeating the Giants Jets last week. I am on a roll today. Let's go. It's all those brain freezes from uh, the frozen Coke at McDonald's getting to me right now. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, two and a half point favorites traveling to the Caesars Superdome to take on the New Orleans Saints. The over-under in that game is 43 and a half total points. The Tennessee Titans traveling to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Three point favorites are the home team there. Over-under 43 total points. The Chicago Bears traveling to the Meadowlands to take on the New York Giants. Three point favorites are the Giants. Over-under 40 total points for that matchup between the Bears and Giants. The Buffalo Bills are three and a half point favorites on the road at the Baltimore Ravens. The over/under in that game is 51 and a half total points. Los Angeles Chargers five and a half total points or five. And a half. <laughs> Baseball. Uh, 
Los Angeles Chargers, five and a half point favorites at the Houston Texans. Over under is 44 and a half total points. I find that line kind of crazy when Joey Bosa and Rashawn Slater are both out in the same game that the Chargers are still five and a half point favorites. That's crazy to me. Um, Seattle Seahawks at the Detroit Lions, who are six point favorites. Over under 50 total points there. The New York Jets at Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers are three and a half point favorites at home. Over under 41 and a half total points. That screams defensive slugfest to me. And I think if I read it right, Zach Wilson is returning this week for the Jets. So no more elite Joe Flacco. Jacksonville Jaguars at Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are six and a half point favorites. The total point spread is 48 and a half for that game. Cleveland Browns, one and a half point favorites at the Atlanta Falcons, over under 49 and a half total points. Washington Commanders at the Dallas Cowboys, baby AT&T Stadium, three and a half point favorites are the Cowboys, over under 42 and a half total points in that game. I wrote that down twice in my notes, look at me go. The Arizona Cardinals at the Carolina Panthers this week. The home team Panthers are one and a half point favorites. Over under is 43 and a half total points. The Denver Broncos at the Las Vegas Raiders. One and a half point favorites are the Raiders. Over under 44 and a half total points. It's crazy to me that the Broncos are finding ways to win. And yet they're still underdogs at the, un, uh, they're not undefeated. What would the word be? Unvictorious. Las Vegas Raiders, crazy, but uh, <laughs> we'll get on with this. We got the New England Patriots traveling to Wisconsin to take on the Green Bay Packers. The Packers are 10.5 point favorites. The over-under in this game is 39.5 total points. So my assumption is that the sports books expect Green Bay to route the Patriots and not even allow them to score. That is crazy, 10.5 points. Wow. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, minus 2.5 at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, over under 45.5 total points. That's a rematch of, what, two years ago, the Super Bowl? I didn't write this in my notes. I'm just thinking of it off the top of my head. But uh, Brady versus Mahomes. Brady has not looked, not, not that Brady hasn't looked sharp, but his receivers and the offense haven't looked that great this season. Mike Evans will be coming back off a of suspension this week. I don't know if Chris Godwin's coming back or if he was put on IR to be out four weeks. Julio Jones should be back this week because he was a game-time decision last week and ended up not playing at the last minute. So they should have a few more weapons back, but that'll be a good game. Um, and then Los Angeles, that's your Sunday night football game. Sorry, should have mentioned that. If it's even held in Tampa with the hurricane coming in. Um, and then your Monday night football matchup this week is the Los Angeles Rams at the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Jimmy G's 49ers are two and a half point favorites over the Rams. Over under for that game is 42 and a half total points. All right, babies. My picks to win each of the games this week. Excuse me. Sorry, I thought I had to burp. I didn't have to burp. My picks to win each game. I've got the Dolphins over the Bengals in the first game because I'm just all aboard the Dolphins hype train. Choo-choo, get your tickets. Um, we're about to leave the station. Vikings over the Saints for me because the Vikings are playing way more consistent both sides of the ball. Even if they're not the best, they're still playing better than the Saints. Colts over the Titans because I think the Chiefs victory upset last week, whatever you like to call it, for the Colts is going to mean a little bit of confidence is inspired and instilled in them. Um, Bears over the Giants. Uh, just think this is a winnable game for the Bears, and to have a more competitive season, they're going to need to win games like this. 
Bills over the Ravens. I think the Bills are going to be out to prove a point after being upset by the Dolphins this last week. Um, Chargers over the Texans. Honestly, I said what I said earlier, but I still think the Chargers are a deeper and better team than the Texans, just maybe not by five and a half points. Seahawks over the Lions for me. I just think that the Seahawks play too good a defense to let the Lions get too far out in front. And I mean, Jared Goff is still the quarterback. I say this almost every week. And until he can put up some games where I'm like, wow, he's impressive, I'm going to be picking against him. And that's not a knock on him. It's just what I see. You know what I mean? Not that Geno Smith is anything crazy, but I just have less less trust in Jared Goff. Next up, we got the Steelers over the Jets for me. Again, if Zach Wilson's coming back, I'm kind of worried about what he's going to look like in his first game of the season. I think the Steelers are a more complete team anyways at least more experienced in terms of being better. Um, next, we got Eagles over the Jaguars, although with the way they're playing this season, I would not be surprised if the Jaguars pulled off the upset here. I mean, they've beaten the Colts in a shutout, and they just beat the Chargers by 28 points last week. Would not be shocked if the Jaguars are giant slayers this season. Next, I got the Browns over the Falcons. I don't know how there's uh, much discussion on this one. Browns have one of the best rosters in the NFL, and the Falcons are supposed to be one of the worst teams. Not much thinking went on here. Um, Commanders over the Cowboys. I think the Cooper Rush hype train is going to be derailed a little bit at least here. If not, I also remember Monday Night Football, they were saying possibly Dak could return. I doubt it, but if he does, I imagine he's not going to be on his A game with you know a broken thumb that just got the last stitch taken out of it this week. Um, anyway, I'll take the Cow- or Commanders over the Cowboys there. Cardinals over the Panthers. Kyler Murray over Baker Mayfield, I think, uh, <laughs> basically what that pick came down to. Packers over the Patriots. No Mac Jones for the Patriots has me shooketh. I'll take the proven commodity in Aaron Rodgers. Chiefs over the Buccaneers for me. The Chiefs have been ridiculous on offense, and the Buccaneers have been struggling. And I didn't write it in my notes for Monday Night Football, but I will take the Rams over the 49ers just because the Rams are ridiculous, both sides of the ball. Going over my best bets from last week, I was 1-9 coming into last week's games. Let's see how we can uh, get on here and crack my knuckles even though I can't. Just crack them. Wink, wink. Um, Philadelphia Eagles at Washington Commanders under 50.5 total points. The Eagles won that game 24-8. We won with them, baby. Las Vegas Raiders minus one at the Tennessee Titans. Raiders lost. 24 to 22, we lose with them as well, baby. The Cincinnati Bengals at the New York Jets, I said under 45 and a half total points, and the Bengals won 27 to 12. Give me another dub. Atlanta Falcons at Seattle Seahawks, under 41 and a half total points. The Falcons won 27 to 23. 50 points is greater than 41 and a half, so we lose. Excuse me. San Francisco 49ers at Denver Broncos. I said under 45 and a half total points. The Broncos won 11 to 10, and probably the first time I've had a no sweat bet on the under in my life. Cash money, baby. Los Angeles Rams minus four at Arizona Cardinals was my bonus pick last week, and the Rams won 20 to 12. We won with them, babies. We went from one and nine to five and 11 last week. Let's see if we can improve some more this week. Here are the picks. Arizona Cardinals plus one at Carolina Panthers or plus one and a half. Did that line change? Sorry, I got to scroll back up because I feel like that line might have changed. Yep, it's plus one and a half now. Arizona Cardinals plus one and a half. I'm going to type that in real quick. You might be able to hear me. Oops. 
Arizona Cardinals plus one and a half at Carolina Panthers. I think the Cardinals are going to win this game outright. So, of course, I'll take that extra point for security reasons. Now it's a point and a half. Cleveland Browns minus three at the Atlanta Falcons. At that line change, too, I'm pretty sure. Jesus, I didn't check my uh, my sheet before I completely... It's one and a half now. Goodness me. I'm so sorry you have to listen to me type this now. Cleveland Browns minus one and a half at the Atlanta Falcons. The Browns were talked about as having one of the best rosters in the NFL by many pundits and experts before the season began, and a lot of those same people said that Atlanta would be one of the teams battling for the worst record. If it's only a point and a half, I'm taking the Browns. I'd even take them at the minus three like I originally said. Now I'm kind of doubting all of my picks. I think some of these did change. Now I'm going to have to go through and make sure that they're not completely messed up because the next one is Chicago Bears plus three. Yep, that one's still the same. Chicago Bears plus three at New York Giants. Another situation like the Cardinals. I think the Bears are good enough to win this game outright, so I'll take the extra points to be safe. Excuse me again. I Like I said, beginning part, I think if the Bears want to have a better record, they're going to have to win games like this where they're winnable games coming in, and they just have to go out there and actually win it, basically. Next up, Seattle Seahawks plus six at the Detroit Lions. I do not believe the Lions are a touchdown better than the Seahawks on paper, and I haven't seen anything from them in terms of like dominating an opponent in any facet of the game so far this season that's going to change my mind. Even if they are at home, I'll still take the Seahawks and the points in this one. Last pick, only doing five this week, Minnesota Vikings minus two and a half at New Orleans Saints. Kirk Cousins in midday games is ridiculously better than primetime Kirk Cousins. With the Vikings playing a Saints team with a sputtering offense, um, led by an even more inconsistent quarterback than their own, I'll take the Vikings to win every single time. As I always tell you, if you do not like the odds straight up, then you can use a five-team, seven-point teaser on FanDuel, which will give you plus 250 odds. Let me know if you enjoy this episode. Um, like, subscribe, follow. Any kind of engagement is appreciated. Share it. Um, make fun of me. Meme me. I don't know. Do whatever. Um, any sort of engagement is appreciated. And I will talk to you next week about the NFL. Anyways, um, more episodes coming out all the time now. Um, but I'll talk to you next week about the NFL. And bye bye <laughs>